wrong country, MJ? Well, yeah, well, I'm in the past away. Oh, that's right. Sad day. Rest in peace. Loretta Lynn. Although, didn't part of you like go, wasn't she like one of those celebrities that you were like, she was still alive? No, I knew that she was still alive. But I was like, she's got, before they said that she had died at the age of 90, I was like, she's got to be old. She's got to be like at least in her 80s. I did not know she was 90. So she made, she had a good run. Yeah. Make it till 90. Uh, that's that's pretty good. I know. Uh, in other sad news this week, um, Tom and Giselle are getting a divorce. Really? Yeah, they're both hired divorce lawyers. Oh, I didn't I didn't see that one coming. I uh, thought those two were the love of each other's lives. You didn't hear they, they had split up? No, I heard that ago. she was like, I heard that she took off to Costa Rica. Yeah. But I figured that everything would work itself out, and then, like, they would be back together. I mean. I thought so, too. But no. But Snow, Mm. look at it like this. Tom Brady is now single. No. I don't care. Go for it. No. How much money that is? I quit from not. I am a gronk girl. (laughs) Oh, that's true. You go, you go. Gronk went to U of A, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Gronk girl. My family is big U of A fans. Yeah, but, my uncle went there, too. Yeah, but now you can, like, meet Tom and then get to Gronk through Tom. No, thanks. I'm not. Tom Brady's too strict for me. Like, I like Ben and Jerry's and not their avocado edition ice cream, you know? Not that they have that, but... Um, well, I guess I can go for Giselle now. There, there you go. It's going to be the competition between me and Pete Davidson. Oh, Pete Davidson's <laughs> already like, hey, I'm available yeah. in case you didn't hear. <laughs> me and Kim broke up. <laughs> I was watching a movie on, God, what was it? One of those streaming platforms. It was called Meet Cute, and it was uh, Pete Davidson and the girl from... Um, Oh, God, what's that geeky science show comedy? Winona Ryder? No, Kelly Kuko. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the one with Sheldon on it. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't. Yeah, Kelly Kuko. How do you say her Cucco. name? Kuko? Coco. Coco. Whatever. Yeah. It, it was kind of, kind of cute. It, it was kind of like a Groundhog Day movie. Or I 50 like, First Dates. I like her. She's, she's cute. Yeah, yeah. It got to me. Oh, I'll have to watch it. What's it on? I think it was Paramount Plus. Okay, or well, Paramount Plus or Peacock, one of the two. Well, I have Paramount Plus thanks to you, so maybe I can watch. Okay. <laughs> Shh. Oh yeah, we're not password. supposed to talk about. We can't talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's unfair because, like, what if you came over to my house one time? I didn't have the thing, but I have it show up on my Roku, and you want to watch. Your stuff for my house. How are is how is any of us at fault? Right. 
As, uh, these these streaming companies are being ridiculous. Yeah, I mean we we we've got a new studio. We're we're not in the usual studio. We're in the Bootsy's we're Delta Funk a- Barbecue Studio tonight. Oh yeah, in which my kitchen. <laughs> right. And we've well, got- it's yours is convenient because you're. Well, I guess my kitchen's close too, but yours is nice and open. You got yeah. open concept here, yeah. where you can just pass the food right through. Right. Pass it. Right. So we got we got the football game on. We got the Colts and the Broncos. And then you also on. had the grill right at back too. Like right. at my yeah. house, you have to walk all the way around to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Bootsy's Delta Funk Barbecue Studio. I can't believe Pete didn't get the hint last. The other day when we were recording last episode that when we were talking about the t-shirts that... Wait, uh, yeah, where's my... I was just going to say, where's my shirt? Yeah. Size medium. I already told yeah. you, I thought. Yeah. I'll take a tank top if you have that available. The I amount like of free tops. advertising that we give... You would think that we could at least get a t-shirt. Here. You would think. But, hey, it's always great to have Pete on. And he's I know. Always, always... He was great last God, week, he... too, right? How is he like so well informed about every single subject? How do you have the time when you're like trying when you're a to, lawyer? When you're a lawyer and then that you're runs a barbecue, barbecue company, sauces and you're doing all this <clears throat> to research. How do you have the time to do to then research <clears throat> all the news stuff too? But I was like sitting there going, "Yes, professor, tell us everything." You know, I liked it though because I didn't I didn't even have to talk that much on that one. You know. Uh, let's see. So let's uh, go on a few subjects from last week. Um, the Tua Tagovailoa, I think that's how you say it. Um, the guy that got the concussion and then played again and got another concussion four days later. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's, he's actually out this week, and <sighs> he should be out for a while. They're they're saying at least three to four weeks. Yeah, it's like don't. Well, they they should learn their lesson from putting him. In too soon last time. Yeah, I mean the NFL's got a problem on their hands, you know, and the, the cover up on it. I think the they've guy, been having this CTE problem for a while. There's no doubt in my mind that this guy definitely has that. I mean, based off of, I mean, they, and they won't really know. That's a sad thing. They don't. I don't think they can tell if they have it until after they die, right? Because they have to test the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the Will Smith movie Concussion? Yes. Or, or, excuse me. No, I have not seen that because I've watched the real thing, and I agree with Jerry Rice. I believe it was Jerry Rice that said, why would I need to watch the movie when I've seen the real documentary on it? They're, like, Frontline did this documentary series, and one of them was on that, and it was the real doctor, the one that Will Smith actually played. The character too, but I mean, you watch the documentary and it's very profound. It's like you don't need to dramatize this at all. I mean, just like just tell us the real facts, you know. Um, yeah, um, and, and NASCAR is also having an issue with concussions. That two of their drivers. Um, I know you know nothing about this subject, Snow, but this year NASCAR redesigned the car to try to attempt to make it safer. And what they did, they made the car kind of more rigid, 
in case the car flips over and lands on its roof. And to make it more racy, more... Aren't they, like, aerodynamic? They're, they're, they're already aerodynamic, but what happens is they get so aerodynamic that the cars can't pass one another. How do they get... Forgive me for sounding stupid, but how would people get concussions? Okay, here, here, here. being in the car. I mean, here, here, I understand here, 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 they here, could here, get knocked here, here, around, here, here, but don't they have the don't they have like the three point yeah, buckle or whatever? Yeah, well, you have you have the that's a five point harness or five point harness. And then you have what's yeah. called a Hans device, and I know this because I've personally had one of these on that goes across your shoulders and it straps to your helmet, so your head doesn't snap forward so it's it's like rigid so you, you, your head doesn't go back like this because that's what happened to Dale Earnhardt when he got into a wreck he snapped his neck because his head yeah. came forward um, and the, the thing with the Hans device is when you're in the car you can't really turn your head you can't really look left and right that's why you have to depend on the mirrors in the car but what's happening with this new car is they made the back end more rigid because it's shorter and because you have a fuel tank right there so you have to protect the fuel tank so you made the roll bar stronger but now what's happening is the driver when they back into the wall their head snaps back and hits the back of their headrest which doesn't have a lot of padding and it's giving them concussions there's this one guy, wow. Kurt, Kurt Bush, who's been out like seven or eight weeks, and there's another one, Alex Bowman. He missed the last race, and he's going to miss this weekend, which takes them out of the championship on it. But, um, you know, I can imagine having a concussion, but you're driving 200 miles an hour in those corners, and your brain is kind of already kind of... They were saying, like, some of these drivers get concussions just because the car is going so fast, and when the car spins out, your brain is kind of, you know, spinning in your Yikes. head. So, uh, scary shit in both football. Yeah. And NASCAR. Who knew? Well, I learned something new today. Uh, let's see, in Vegas today... Um, I guess six people got stabbed a mass Italy. stabbing right yeah from the wind and I'm sure that that the argument will be oh well you know that goes to show you you don't need a gun to be able to do this you know any kind of weapon well then my argument is where was the good guy <clears throat> you don't bring a knife to a gunfight so where was the good guy with the gun no. or was there one to, is I, it did they catch <clears throat> the this story was still breaking when I oh, heard about it earlier. Okay. Um, but that brings us to the next point. Well, a couple couple other points. I was watching the news last night, and I saw that one of the officers in Uvalde who did not go into the building, um, and she claimed it was because she did not have the gear, the bulletproof vest and stuff. Like, I sort of get like that. Mm -hmm. But she was caught on mic saying that if it was her kids in there, she would not have hesitated to go in. Like that lady that actually did that? Yeah. No shit, so, Sherlock. So while they're investigating this, they suspended her. The, the police department suspended her, you know, while they're looking into what happened that day and what went wrong that day. The Uvalde School District hired her 
to be a security officer in the in the school, mm-hmm. which makes absolutely no sense at all. She wasn't willing to go in and protect the kids before, but now. And the point this is all leading up to because why didn't they hire that lady who went back in there numerous times? That's who they should have hired. Like, hello, why didn't you hire her? You should hire her to train the police officers as far as I'm concerned. That's a hero. That woman's a hero, not y'all. Which leads us to the next story that um, the House was trying to make a bill to make mental health care available in schools. And only one Republican voted for it. 205 Republicans voted against it. Which Republican voted for it? Was it one that's retiring? Two? Like, that's, like, vacating their seat anyways? Because those are the same Republicans that voted for um, one of the bills because they weren't going to be returning. So they actually did the right thing. If they're not going to be there, they can do the right thing. But if they've got got an election to win... Well, fuck that. We have to do the wrong thing. But isn't the argument whenever this happens, well, it's a mental health care issue. It's not the guns. That's their argument. They've been they have been touting that how many times after how many of our past mass shootings, they keep saying this is a mental health issue. We've even seen ugly ass Ted Cruz doing that. Sorry, no offense, but you know, like. Your face is just a face I don't want to look at. But it's like, he's even been saying that this is a mental health issue. So you have the opportunity. A bill is put forward to deal with mental health issues better. No. No. So I don't believe a fucking word that comes out of your guys' mouth. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. You're liars. You are liars because yeah, you had it, the opportunity and you chose it, not to. Yeah, it was. This was the opportunity to address the mental health crisis with our youth by having mental health care people that you in claimed, the schools. That you claimed was the real issue and the real problem. It's mental health and you vote against it. You're scumbag liars. <sighs> It's kind of just infuriating, you know, and hey, it's not whatever. It's until the next time, right? Till the next time. And when this happens again. Guess what? When it happens again, this is a mental health <coughs> issue. Then reporters should go up to him and say, then why did you vote against this? Why? I wish that our journalists had more balls, quite honestly. They need to start putting these assholes because, on the spot. Because I don't know, because we're so short-sighted. I don't care. They need to get tougher on these fucking liars. Yeah. Um, you remember last week I said that I wanted to go see Godsmack and kick out the drumstick and stuff like that? Uh-huh. And the Scars Foundation, which Sully started. You can go to godsmack.com, up in the corner, click on the Scars Foundation, learn more about them, about mental health awareness, suicide awareness. And this was Sully in Vegas the other night.
Hi. We're gonna do a song for you guys right now that we started uh, about four years ago, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of inspired some events that went on in my life, but what's more important is it, it inspired a new uh, nonprofit foundation that we started called the Scars Foundation. And so for those of you who don't know what that is, we, um, we, we help people all over the world on a global level. We try to do our best to help prevent suicide, to help with addiction, for bullying, PTSD, severe depression, all these categories. Because I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I really got tired of losing a lot of my friends to suicide and depression and overdoses and things like that. We've lost some amazing artists over the years. We can't even count them from the Amy Winehouses to the Ronnie James Dio's to the, you know, the Kurt Cobain's and the Trusted Bennington's and so all those things are, we want to try to help put a little bit of a dent in. So for those of you who don't know, you can always go to godsmack.com and there's a little tab there that says the Scars Foundation. So help us out when you can spread the word along. Maybe we can save some lives while we're playing music around the world. Yeah, so. Cool. Yeah. I think mental health is a crucial issue in this country, and that's something that... Um, it's too bad those assholes well, wouldn't vote for it. Well, yeah. It kind of ties in, like, 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 when we say, like, we get tired of attacking conservatives and talking shit about them on this podcast, uh, conservative people, the conservative politicians. Right. We don't want to bitch about this shit, but time and time again... These are the reasons why we bitch about this shit. There was an opportunity to help solve a problem, and they chose to do nothing just because we cannot be seen voting with the Democrats because we are so evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's why I don't believe them. I don't believe a word that comes out their fucking mouth. But more breaking news. Really good news today. Joe Biden's on a roll this week. First, he uh, he tells the mayor, mayor of Fort Myers, nobody fucks with the Biden. No one fucks with the Biden. <laughs> it's great. Great. Love it. But. Keep those hot mics rolling. <laughs> but Biden um, he pardoned everybody that has a small scale marijuana offense that is in prison. And this is excellent news. <clears throat> this is news that we'll see what happens after Tucker Carlson, since we live in such a red area, we'll see what happens after Tucker Carlson broadcasts his bullshit to his viewers. But I have talked with Republican after Republican after conservative, whatever they whatever they consider themselves to be on this issue. And they always agree. This is an issue that we can always agree on. Yes, we don't want our tax dollars going for people who have committed small amounts of marijuana clogging up prisons for no reason when they could be productive members of society. There's no reason for this. There's no reason to clock, to lock them up for this, you know? And they always agree. I have never had someone disagree with me on this. But we will see what happens 
Give it a couple of days right. to see if the yeah. spin, the and, spin and, machine, and somehow I, can t- Cox. And I, I think that we have said this bullshit, for you know? a long time, and I think um, like Bill Maher agrees with us is the Democrats should make pot the gun issues like the Republicans make the gun issue. The Democrats should make pot and legalizing marijuana their go-to issue. Yeah, especially now that they have to, especially now that our side has to fight harder yeah. on the abortion issue, you know? We'll, we'll get into that in the next episode. <laughs> yes, that we're saving that because that is a whole nother can of worms to open up. But you know how they're going to spin it. It's going to be Biden soft on crime and is releasing these millions of criminals. And back it's going to be. Streets. But, 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 but fentanyl is it, or excuse me, <coughs> marijuana is a gateway drug to fentanyl. No, not even, not even the same. You don't, you can't drop dead from touching weed. You can actually <coughs> drop dead from touching fentanyl. Okay. Not even on, not even in the same fucking hemisphere. Okay. Yeah. And did you see, you know, speaking of fentanyl, it's almost Halloween. Did you see like that they're, they have the fentanyl that looks like um, the little candies and stuff like that, like the little skull things and it's colorful and stuff like that? Um, well, yeah, they like, call they they already have like a tint to them. Like, so when I was on grand jury, there was a lot of fentanyl cases, and <coughs> every time they refer when they talk about the fentanyl being sold or whatnot, it's referred to as blues because they have like a bluish tint or sometimes they'll have like a greenish tint to them, to the fake pills. So scary yeah. stuff. So if your kids are trick-or-treating, be sure to inspect the candy really close. And what kind of fucking dirt bag, what kind of low life piece of shit would be handing that out to kids? Mm-hmm. I don't remember when there was the fucking Tylenol poisoning back in the 80s. Like, what kind of piece of shit does that? Didn't they replace the whatever went in the Tylenol with, like, cyanide or something? And it was fucking fucking, killing people? It's like the fucking, uh, I haven't watched yet, but Donald movie and fucking Netflix. Oh, God. Is that as bad as they say? It's as graphic as... It's... I mean, I knew a lot about the case because it, it it all happened when I was in high school. Like, I think I was a sophomore in high school when he finally got caught. And then they found, like, what I want to know is how much of the backstory is actually true, like, about his childhood what and whatnot, you know? Like, that's the part. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you because it goes, like, you know, each episode, it's from the same people who made American Horror Story. So it'll go back and forth in his childhood and then to present and then... Oh, so see with the brilliance of this show, how we all tie it in. So what we're saying is if we had mental health care available in schools at a young age, it might have prevented Jeffrey Dahmer? I don't know if anything would have prevented him. I mean, that killing people, eating them is... I, I don't know. I think it's something that happened to him when he was like even developing. I, I really do believe that he was a rad kid where they have the reactive attachment disorder. It shows how his mother had 
severe, severe, like, depression when she was pregnant with him and after her pregnancy. Like, um, and that's what I'm wondering, like, how much of that was true or whatnot. But, like, I don't want to ruin the show if you're going to watch it, you know. The thing that I did like about the show, though, it focuses, too, a lot on the neighbor. The neighbor, she kept trying to. She called numerous times to the police to report the smell of dead, rotting bodies. Okay? She would report the smell. She tried to, when the one kid got away, and then the police, and then Jeffrey actually ended up coming back home, and the kid was outside. He had already screwdrivered, or drilled the kid's brain. He had already tried to lobotomize that kid. The kid was like 14. And he was able to talk the police into saying, oh, he's just my boyfriend, and get the kid back so he could finish off the job. And she's like, what are you doing? Why would you give that kid back to him? Good. Yeah. So the the neighbor, it portrays her, you know, in a very good way, which I had seen a documentary prior to this show with her in it, the real the real woman in it and talking about how she was talking about living next door to Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, and it's just I don't know. Well, I guess on that note, when we're talking about um, you know, cannibalism. We'll wrap this episode up. It is Halloween. No, it is I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's time of year for scary, spooky stuff, right? Yeah. Hopefully not in real life, though. It's supposed to be pretend. Okay. Well, on that note, we will wrap this one up, and we will see you real soon with another episode of this podcast. Happy Halloween, and, folks. And, Happy Halloween month. And we need to stress this. Um, midterms are coming up within about three and a half weeks or so. I am so excited to get my vote, ballot. Vote, vote, I always wait. To, I'm like, please, when is my ballot coming in the mail? Okay. I'm ready to go. Okay. You have to remember, okay, listeners, that paying a few more cents at the pump will not fix the long-term effects of what may happen after this election. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, on that note, get out and vote, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.